everybody and welcome back to season three, episode something of 20-somethings <laughs> failing at nothing. How are you this week, Megs? I mean, it's only Monday. Where have you been? Poland. Poland. Having the best time. Actually quite sad to be home. Aww, like You loved it, didn't you? I loved it. Like, best city break I've ever been on. And like up there, I don't know why I loved it so much. Because then when people are like, what did you love? I'm like, um... But up there with like my best trips good vibes good vibes so fun so affordable Mm -hmm. it's one of those places where when we went it took warming up okay so like i didn't get there and be like oh my god i'm in love with this place but by the time we were like sort of leaving Mm -hmm. i was like oh i still want to go there i still want to go there There was still so many things i was like oh i'd love to do that like we couldn't physically eat enough like we were like oh how many meals can we fit into like the last day because it was like there's so many places you wanted to try but it's like the kind of place where you're you want everyone to go yeah i mean i'm like like, experience what you just yeah like you want your friends to go you want everyone to go i love that 10 out of 10 12 out of 10 10 out of 10 yeah and then i had an extra day's holiday today so it's monday i didn't have to work i've done pretty much sweet fuck all sweet fuck all mate. you know like sometimes you need that yeah, and then this Friday's a Paddy's day, so you're like getting the rest in now. Yeah, yes. Woohoo. How about you? Well, I felt like my, I had a limb missing with you not being here. Hated it, <laughs> hated every second. <laughs> really happy for you, had a good time. Came to see me at 20 to 10 last oh, night. Oh, I just have missed you so much. <laughs> I'm just such like a, I'm attached. And who was debilitatingly hungover this weekend? Oh my, me. Me, me, me. Me last week, you this Friday, week? Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday. Uh, me and one of the girls were like, like everyone was kind of busy doing stuff. Megan was just like living her best life in Poland. A couple of girls were working. Like everyone was busy. And me and Grace had decided to go for sushi. Lovely food, by the way. Really, 10 out of 10. I food. really like that restaurant. Really nice. And then we were like, oh, let's just go to the pub for a couple of drinks after. Then one of our other friends who lived a little bit away, she was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I was like, come to the pub. So she was like, all right, then I'll meet you there. And the whole time, I was that obnoxious little wanker that was like, guys, I can't drink too much tonight because I've got to get up really early tomorrow. It's like famous last word. Kept famous last word. Like, I was getting drunk. Were you drinking it as you were saying Yeah, 100%. Like... Yeah, I was like, guys, this is my last shot, okay? Because I've got to be up early tomorrow. <laughs> this is my last <laughs> Was there any point when you were like, okay, enough? Yeah, when I was pissed. So too late. Too late. So dinner. I never drink with dinner. It's not really my thing. I'd much rather have a soft drink with dinner. Don't know why. Just do. But we were like, oh my god, no, let's have a glass of wine with our sush. Sorry, my elbows rubbing on the table. (laughs) Um, Let's have a glass of wine with sush. So we did. Grace had a merlot. I had a pinot blanc. Did you feel like you fitted in in the restaurant? Oh, I felt really kind of like bougie. End of the working week, going for sushi. Then we got to the pub. <laughs> Living beyond our Yeah, then we literally walked 10 seconds at the pub. And then we were like, let's get a bottle. And I was like, I can have one bottle. We could share one bottle, that's fine. Then our other friend turns up. She buys a bottle. Is that what you're drinking? In between the bottle buying, shots were bought. Then we bump into people we used to go to school with. And what is that called for? More wine. That's what it calls for. We had another bottle. So we're three bottles in at this point. And then Grace looks at me and goes, let's go here. And here means this really bizarre nightclub where we live. And I was like, 
great idea. I've never heard it's of anything. Never a great greater. idea. No one ever goes. It was literally just us there. So we like, like it was like herding cows. Anyone we knew, we were like, come here. We're going to this place. You're coming too, right? And they were like, what a great idea. We all couldn't it's believe so funny that- how clever we were. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. We turned up at this club and had a great time. Uh, I, and I drank a VK, which made me feel like an 18-year-old. For anyone that doesn't know what a VK is, I feel like VKs are pretty well-known now. It's, it's like WKD. WKD. Yeah, it's like a wicked. It's like a wicked. It's a wicked. It's a colour that should not exist. Yeah, I had a, it's an alco pop. And so, yeah, and I was... Looks Actually, like... wasn't the worst one for the hangover, I will say. Mine was probably the best, but it lasted all day long. Did I get up early? No. No, I didn't. Did you achieve anything? Oh, not one thing, and I only ate beige food. That's okay, that's okay. And I ended my night, came home, so we all met for a tea late that night. I came home, and I ended my night with a bag of Watsits, a can of Coke Zero, <laughs> in my A meal deal. <laughs> it's pajamas. really, I've... Watching shit through. I would never buy you a bag of Watsits. No, I didn't if buy myself said, a bag of Watsits. There was a bag of Watsits that I just wanted, <laughs> and I went, I'll have those. Because if you said it. to me, get me a bag of crisps, yeah. Watsits would be literally like nearly dead last. Mm. Oh yeah, 100%, but it was delicious. <gasps> I've done something I haven't told you. What have you done? Well... Could be a result of my weekend of disgustingness. Wait, when did you do it? Today. It shopped. Joined the gym. <gasps> my one? No. Oh, I don't even know sake. what gym you're at. Hillingdon. Oh, do you want to say that? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's only our friends that listen. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I've joined the gym. And I'm meeting Paige tomorrow at 7.30am. Is it the one next to school? Yeah. Again? Yeah, I don't. I can't think of another one to go to, so I'm gonna go back to that gym. I sign. You can sign up on your phone. So that's intimidating. So I'm gonna go tomorrow. I'm oh signed. yeah, and you... I need more routine. I do it to just get up, go to the gym. I'm realizing. I keep saying, I'm, oh, I'm gonna do a home workout. Guess what I do when I'm at home? Nothing. I don't work out. Mm. Do you know what? I lay down. Sometimes. I know everyone says that, oh, you do it, and you make excuses, and you always try, and then you always cancel your membership, and you keep it for too long, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is true for most people, for yeah. the most part. Not me. <laughs> I'm skinny and fit. But everybody has the time that they do it and it takes off. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've yeah. got to keep trying until it works. Yeah. If, if it's what you want. So maybe and this... I spent like 60, 70 quid on Friday night. And you're like, My why can't... My membership's not even... Well, like half of that. Yeah, and you're like, why can't I... Yeah, I you can can't afford to pay for things to like look after yourself, but you can afford yeah. to pay... I felt healthier just for signing up. You should. I thought, my goodness, I could run at least a mile now. Mm-hmm. Just from just from clicking confirm Complete. and pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. happy for you. I'm happy for myself. You've got this. I feel, do you know what? Though? Are you going to do 75 soft? I really want to do 75 Do hard. 75, oh, fuck off. I I then, <laughs> honestly, the signs are coming my way. No, no, it's not I the signs, on, it's tracking your data. No, it's not. It is. It's totally ridiculous, it's not, it's just signs. I then went on the times... And the first video that came up was like, three months till summer, imagine if you ghosted the world, worked out five times a week, drank water and like read books. Yeah. Imagine I... your comeback. So I've just, so after this, this is the last podcast we're doing because I'm ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You won't and just see wait me. for my comeback. We're in March, April, June, June, no, yeah. June, April, May, June, yeah. First of July. <laughs> You won't even know what's hit you. <laughs> I'm going to walk in this room, in this lounge, 
<laughs> and you're going to be like, Abby, Abby, who? Abby, is that you? I was like, no, it's not. It's a new and improved Abby. <laughs> but what did our friend say the other day? Where's your personality? Paraphrase. Am I allowed to say the word? No. No, okay, I won't say the word. Paraphrase means use different words. In the lower abdomen. <laughs> in the belly pouch. In the pouch. Personality is in the pouch. Personality is in the pouch. <laughs> it's where you hold your funny. It is. <laughs> where you hold your funny. <laughs> and maybe other things. <laughs> No, I really want a bum. Okay, that's cool. You can do that. But I don't know if I can. You I can actually do don't know if genetically I am able to have a bum without surgery. You can do it. Do you think? Muscle is a peace of mind. Muscle no, that's is not... a peace of mind. <laughs> no, what is it? A frame of mind. You know, like the gym is like a mind frame. It's A mindset? Yeah. The bum is it. a mindset. <laughs> it's not a peace of It's a peace of mind. <laughs> but that's what I want. How's your gymming? Are you ghosting me for the next three months? Should we ghost each other? No, I'm not ghosting. No, 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 don't be silly. Oh, okay. um, I, I make it. That's brilliant. Yeah. Sometimes once a week, sometimes three times. That's so good though. But not, I'm not like, I kind of, you know when you feel like you're wasting your time there, you're like, I know this isn't what, <laughs> this isn't what you're supposed to do here, but. Yeah, that's, I'm already having imposter syndrome. I actually don't know what I'm going to do at the gym. I, yeah, but then. Being there is the first hurdle. Getting up and going is the first hurdle. Because I thought I could do the 12 three thirty on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, does every personal trainer go to the gym now? Like, everyone that works at a gym go into the gym and go, look at all these wankers that are on TikTok <laughs> doing twelve three thirty. It's just walking quick uphill. And also, no, I don't think that's legit at all. But also, um, what I found out to my, my sadness, oh, no, what's well. the phrase... To my, my dismay. dismay. I was upset when I found out, basically. Right. 12, 3.30 is an American thing, okay? Yeah, we don't even have that incline, do we? We do have the incline, but our speed is kilometres per hour. Americans' machines are miles per hour. So it's 12, 3.30 as in three miles per hour. Right. And we all think we're doing it at three kilometres per hour, but it's not, it's not correct. <gasps> So you have to do it faster than three, apparently, which I never do. I just pretend that I never found that out. Oh, you've stuck with the 12, 3, 30, literally. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm like, well, I don't know, can't hurt me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, everyone on the time says it really transforms you, so I can't wait for that. I think it, what it what it does do is get you to the gym every day, yeah. doing it, or getting you, to, getting you there and into like a routine i think if you could it's half an hour okay so like if you can do that for half an hour a day or half an hour three times a week four times a week whatever it is and you do that for a couple of months say mm. one of course it's going to make a difference because it's more than what you're doing for 100%. but two my head says that half an hour is blocked out mm. so then when you start to feel like maybe you're gonna try this or try that or go to this class or that class like You've already sacrificed that time in your usual schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good for like routine and getting into something. I agree. And then if you want to take next steps after that, you take next steps. If you just want to use it as your workout, then you do that. And that's brilliant advice. I really support you in this. Thank you. I th- I support you in this too. Thank I support you. us in this. I support us in this. Because I'd like us to do everything together. But I won't be ghosting for three months. No, me neither. I've got too much booked. Um, yeah. St. Patrick's I, Day. We've got St. Patrick's Day. I won't <laughs> be ghosting either. But also, I, I actually make myself die because as soon as I booked it in my head, I'm like, right, I'm going seven days a week. 
not no rest days but we both know <laughs> that like that's not true but do you still do that you know like things are coming up I'm like that's it oh <gasps> sorry i'm not sorry but <laughs> oh, i just broke I saw, I saw um there's a female comedian and, I, and i'm not sure of her name and she said who remembers in 2010 i saw this eating two bowls of cereal a day was going to make you drop a dress size in two weeks. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Should yes. I try it now see if it works? The thing is, is that it was, we believed it nationwide. I did it. Did you do it? You I'm, did do it. Because no, was, right, we've had it. this exact conversation on another pod, yeah, maybe twice. Yeah, you did do it. I've done it, you did do it, because you had the one with Maggie Strawberries. I like them still now. I would right. eat them now. Well, we're not doing that. We're no. gonna We're going to get fit and healthy. Maybe. We're going to get fit and healthy. I want to feel what fit and healthy feels like. I'm not. I can't lie. I'm not fit and healthy. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to you feeling what that feels like. And you you could do a review. Well, I don't want to leave you behind, though. <laughs> and it might happen. Well, when you when I glow, glow up. up. Yeah. <laughs> My skin's... Like, when you're healthy, you glow different, you know? Yeah, but... People and say, I'm going to glow different. People I say that about everything. When you're sober, you glow different. When you're pregnant, you glow different. I like, bought spearmint and ashwagandha tea. What have you done? If, what have you done? <laughs> Tell me. 80,000 steps in the last four days. Well, that is not spearmint tea. <laughs> this tea has said to me, it will make me feel calm. Did you read relax. that in the Times as well? I read it on the packet. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> I actually spent four pounds on this tea, so if it doesn't make me feel calm... I'm such a consumer. Twat. You are a consumer, I but I'm like, I'm fun, you know. I hear is that your excuse? Mm. Yeah. Right, should we get to it? Oh god, yeah. Fucking hell, I forgot we'd even titled this episode because <laughs> so far we're not hitting it. We're not hitting it. Do you want to explain the video? Okay, so I. I read... mean, the Times article. The red, the red in the Times. I read in the Times about divorce. Dun, dun. Because what is I don't actually know the stats, but what is it? How many times people are going to get married three times three in their times life? And apparently, marriages only last two and a half years now, on average. Okay, this is actually a direct passage from last week. Yes, we just reiterating. <laughs> just to remind you, but the article, mm-hmm. the article, it's not actually, it's not, it's a video. With on such conviction, said the the main reason for divorce. Mm-hmm. About 90%, right, questionable, but about 90%, the initial reason for the start of getting to that divorce, that process, bearing in mind neither of us have ever been married, so can't really... No, we haven't. Can't comment. And I will say I've never even been close. Just like to put that out there. Can't comment. But someone else said she's some sort of life coach. But then also I wonder, like, who wasn't a life coach these days? But fine. Mm. 90% 90% of divorce is caused by the loss of connection, mm-hmm. not cheating. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's cheating, but actually, actually, the, what is it? The crux of it. But like the, the feedback, cause... the feedback from studies oh, right. says that the lack of connection yeah. is what initiates the divorce, which obviously sounds, it sounds obvious, doesn't it? Like. Of course, you'd be like, everyone would think that. Mm. But I think, like, the examples that were given was more, like, quite shocking. Like, just saying, like, if you said, oh, I'm so tired, to your other half, and then they're like, oh, why are you so, what are you so tired for? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, invalidating. Or, like, if you're sad, they don't come and comfort you or ask you what's going on. They just are like, stop crying. You're yeah, crying. you'll be fine. 
Yeah. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. What a stupid sentence. If you want hate. Oh. Hate. That direct. Megan truly hates that. I think it's rude, if you want. (laughs) Rude. I mean, I think think it can... Context. It can be dismissive. Because it's like a this or that, if you want. It's like throwing it back. Yeah, it's like I've just... if I said to you, do you want to go shopping? You go if you want. Yeah. No, do you want? No, I, it's I like am, you I want did to want go. to, obviously. Because <laughs> you have. I, wanted to. <laughs> I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't want to. I think that's obvious. Apparently that's not obvious that that's No, dismissive. it's not obvious to men. <laughs> and I'm putting it out there, it's not. <laughs> it's not obvious to men. And this is a tricky thing, because obviously, it's like it as well, like observing male... Con- like, and this is obviously completely just categorised to our own lives here. But when I have analysed or observed male conversation, it is truly parallel to what I have observed of female conversation. And that's not just our friendships. That is literally just groups of people, whether that's work, whether that's personal, like whatever it is, even like older generations as well. Okay. How many times has like your dad come home and your mum's gone and your dad's gone, oh, I saw so-and-so at the shop and your mum's gone. "Uh, Did you ask him about this or that? And he goes, no. Yeah. What happened with the other week when I saw them at the pub and they did this? You go, I don't know, I didn't ask. It's if so we annoying. there, we'd have been like, um, you come back and you go, guess what, I just saw in the shop and they said this and they did that. And yeah, they, did, they, did, they, they don't It's care. so different. And, so the, and that's obviously not to do necessarily with connection. But I think that the way that we think is very, very different a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so to us, if you want, we're like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. But they're literally, all they literally mean is that if you want to do that, yeah, then call. I'm happy to come with you. But then I we take it so differently. I hear it as like, I don't want to, but if that's what you want, then we'll do it. Yeah, but how mad is that? Do you know what I mean? Do you want to have dinner tomorrow if you want? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. rude. Fine, I'll find something better to do. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the video on the phone. Not one bit? Not one bit. Gosh, well, shall we, shall we uh, pause and come back? Yeah, let's pause and... Uh, let's pause and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to turn Mate, something she down. She needs a tea, guys. She needs a tea. We'll pause and come back. <laughs> we are back. Back again. Uh. Uh, abs and Megs are back. Uh, uh, this uh, week's song. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, we're back. Accept or reject? No. Connect, Connect or, reject. or reject? God. Terrible podcast. <laughs> the best podcast. Connect. Do you know what, though? So I was thinking about this. I went for a wee in the break. And this is what I was thinking. So, I feel like... When was this people... a legit you were thinking? Yeah, genuinely. Okay. I, Megan, I was thinking. You're a thinker. So, when people, like, break up, divorce, whatever... Yes. I feel like in the moment it's about the situation. So, if it's cheating or a big event happens or they break up with you out of the blue, like, that's what people hold on to in the moment. And, yeah, I and they're talk... like, what went so wrong? Yeah, and, and I will talk this, like, from small... experience and I will talk from friends' experiences in that sense. Like... In the moment, it's like they've cheated on me like, and we're breaking up, they're leaving me. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Then I feel like... So in the moment, we're like, it's the... Um, the literal, like, the the epicentre. Yeah, so we all go, we broke up because they've cheated on me. Great word. I was going to say, I didn't get enough credit for that one. We've broken up because they... Like, <laughs> when people say, oh my God, what happened? Well, they cheated on me. Right? Then mm-hmm. I feel like as months go on or years go on or whatever and conversations happen, people go... Do you know what? For that last year of that relationship, we really weren't like we weren't getting on. We weren't doing the things that we used to do. Yeah, like, no time. They weren't listening to me. I wasn't necessarily listening to them. Like then it becomes the back and forth because you have more time to think about. Okay, hold on. What led us to a situation? Not that it 
it takes away from what they that person did or what the you did. The act is still wrong. The act is still so wrong because it's kind of the it's almost like the cherry on top. It's like okay, well now we can't come back from this because actually you've drawn a line. You've drawn it. a line, but we mm. also the connection was gone. Well, like we stopped connecting long before it happened. And long it's like before that the rejection. big lead up. Love, mm-hmm. love that I'm doing actions. The big lead up to the breakup. Yeah, is not acknowledged initially like yeah. straight away it's about like the breakup is just like so consuming mm-hmm. not that anyone's to blame if somebody has cheated or like those actions that are like unforgivable take mm-hmm. place where you end up actually splitting up because of it yeah but i think a lot of people become more accountable for the way things were going yes both parties mm-hmm. i think a lot of the time if you feel that someone's not listening to you mm-hmm. first thing you do you stop listening to them yes because it's the same with anything like even you know like there's someone that always talks over you mm-hmm. unless you're like an introvert a lot of the time you're just like no i'm not having it mm-hmm. you just stood back yeah or like you make sure your points heard mm-hmm. and i think that happens a lot of like work and stuff as well like you get belittled by someone mm-hmm. you get upset and then you're like hang on i've got a not necessarily that you were belittle them but you're like I have things that I need to be heard, so, like, I'm going to find a way to make that happen. Yeah. And I think if you feel like you're being dismissed by your boyfriend or your husband, you d- you dismiss back. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, they don't care how I feel. You match their energy, don't you? You match their energy. You do. And it's like, it does make you feel shit if somebody says, like, if you say you're not feeling good, mm-hmm. and someone goes, oh, well, all right. Yeah. You're just like... You're not hearing like, me. And I, like, I've told you, you tell people, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling good. Mostly because you kind of want to get it off your chest. Yeah, 100%. So it's not like a big, you know. And your person is supposed, is the, is the expected person to invest that time into figuring out why. And, and if being, they can't. And also maybe taking accountability for being part of the reason as to why. Yeah, like maybe that is the case. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a relationship thing that's making you feel like that. Yeah. But also I think sometimes there's like people feel certain ways and like it's not their partner's responsibility no and i understand that but like the acknowledgement of it to say like i can't help you with this but Mm -hmm. maybe your best friend can maybe your mum can maybe a therapist can Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's like but even like say money problems are another thing that really weigh heavy on people Mm -hmm. and i know you can't just like click and get out of a money problem Mm -hmm. like i really do understand that but there is people that you can go and speak to about that stuff now yeah. that do have a better understanding of where we can go next. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes you just need like a helping hand to those people. Yeah. When you feel like you're like swamped and you're like, I don't know how to get out of this situation now. Yeah. You don't necessarily expect your partner to be the person to get you out of the situation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just need someone to help you like unmuddle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just say like, I can't do anything. Do you know, like, okay, I can't pay off your credit card. But we can talk to this person who I've seen on the times, (laughs) who helps people pay off their credit cards, helps people find a scheme or, okay, maybe your job's not paying enough. Should we think about looking for something else? And you can like start putting, it pays a bit more, you can put a bit of money away, you can Mm -hmm. start paying it off. Like, it's just like the things that you know that you need to do already, you just sometimes want someone to be like, yeah, let's do that. Let's try that. Yeah. Like, finding a new job is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like, job searching in general is really overwhelming. Job interviews are really overwhelming. Like, sometimes you just want somebody to give you a little push. 
Definitely. Or help you pick an outfit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not always yeah. about, like, fixing the whole problem. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, when you put on your outfit for your job interview and they say, oh, you look really smart, like, that looks really nice. Mm-hmm. That you feel more confident walking out the door. It boosts you, doesn't it? And, like, that's kind of... You want to kind of surround yourself in life with cheerleaders. Mm. Really. You also want to surround yourself in life with people who would tell you the truth. And yes. Like call you out on your bullshit. Yeah, not just saying, like, oh, yeah, run a loom band business yeah. that'll take off but it's but not saying someone like you're a fucking joke what joke joke <laughs> why would you want to start up a loom band business yeah you, know yeah, like, you yeah. want someone to invest rationalize yeah and... and also like who's anyone else to tell you dreams are silly like oh. have, them. have them and do them if you want to but i re- i remember but this is so long ago like when my cousins must be my cousins or who else would it have been they were doing their driving tests mm. so literally like more than 10 years ago mm. I remember somebody saying, like, make sure you dress, not like look the part, but kind of like make sure you get yourself ready mm. because it puts, because your mindset shifts straight away. Right. So when you wear trackies and trainers and a t-shirt, let's say, you feel, you're chilled. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you're chilling, isn't it? Like, and maybe like if you're going to the cinema. Mm. But if you're going through a driving test and there's a person and they are literally examining you, if you get yourself ready for the day, mm-hmm. one, you have to get up earlier. Yeah. So you're like way more put together. Yeah. But two, you feel the part. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're there and you're do- your driving has nothing to do with the way you look. No. And not that anybody should ever judge you on that, but it's not about them seeing you and thinking they look smart. I'll pass them on their driving test. It's about your mentality. It's how you feel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. And you're like, I'm here to ace this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you turn up with that attitude, mm-hmm. and then you still get 27 minors and fails. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I was that person. <laughs> I can fully connect with that. But it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think, as well, it seems to be that, like, when... And this is obviously talking about why most relationships end, and statistically, a lot of the time, that's ending in someone cheating. But it's almost like... Because there are a lot of people that go back after cheating, aren't they? And then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the cheating happened, we're going to reevaluate our situation, and now we're going to learn to reconnect, we're going to learn to put the work in. Mm. It's hard because there's so much hurt involved in those situations, whereas it's like, before that happens, you can almost come back because no one's betrayed the situation, and you've just stopped connecting with your person. Like If you could take the cheating one. out of it and just reflect on the relationship on the way up to the cheating, like maybe there was things... And, and it sounds like... Saying, so there's like, two sides to every story, isn't there? Yeah. There's, and, there's, and there's two people in a relationship, or more, depending on your situation. And like, it sounds like we're saying like cheating always happens because people are unsatisfied mm. in their connection. But I, d- I don't think that's always. I think the if case. you ask people that have cheated, a lot of times that is what they will say. Yeah, it's not an excuse. And but then if you ask the person who was cheated on, it's just a complete fuck up, isn't it? Like it's just such a betrayal. Yeah, it's so hard. And it's so, like, it's such a trivial conversation because I, in my head right now, if somebody cheated on me, I don't think I could forgive or come back from that. Mm-hmm. However, as as a pers- as the person that I am, I think I'm quite good at taking accountability, like, where I need to. Like, I look back on previous relationships or situationships that I've had mm. that haven't necessarily gone right. Even if I knew that they weren't my forever person anyway. Just whatever was happening didn't work. They've still been disrespectful. That's still disrespectful. Like, that's a boundary that you've crossed there. Like, Mm. you've been... You've betrayed me in some way. You've made me feel like shit in some way. Like, whatever it is, 
for me, it's a case of, okay, I'm no longer choosing to stay in that situation, mm-hmm. but I also know we're not right for each other. So I it's like, it's the so heart, hard if you like, feel, you feel like sad, you but, yeah. you, but you know it's not right regardless. So it's yeah, like... and also, like, I can see, I'm thinking of one relationship in particular, where I can see also my faults in that situation, even though I think he is a knobhead, but I can see, like, I was probably very harsh in certain ways and, like, maybe didn't listen to him or how he felt or like didn't push where I needed to or pull back where I needed to like I can see where I did things wrong however like you said earlier about the matching the energy I definitely felt like by the end of that that's what we both did like I was just matching what I thought he was doing yeah it depends who's like if you're giving 10% so am I and it's like how is that and that wasn't a cheating situation at all no it was more of a really not meet each other halfway yeah and if you're giving 90 percent and only expect, expecting 10 percent back like that's you we need you're, to expect more of other people sometimes you know like because you'd be exhausted you're that's you're overcompensating for their half and mm. i just feel like you're trying but so hard when, to make someone connect that's when people notice isn't it because mm. they think they're 100 mm-hmm. percent because they're giving 90 and the other person's giving 10 mm-hmm. and then when you sort of get those feelings where you're like do you know what i feel like i'm putting so much effort into this i'm gonna pull back a bit even though you're only pulling back to 50 mm. you realize there's a big vacancy there where they're not where they're not meeting you in the middle oh yeah and like you fill that gap for so long sometimes mm-hmm. that you didn't even know it was there yeah and you only realize that you're not you're not connected at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. when you stop filling that void yeah and you start giving the normal amount that you should give to another person whilst maintaining your own sanity and your mm. own like personal hygiene and hobbies mm. and social life and career like sometimes you put all your eggs into their basket yeah that when you actually do just start looking after yourself and then try and be a counterpart to another person that's not putting any of the work in mm. that's when you see like shit this wasn't actually what i thought it was at all no oh <laughs> <laughs> You can, you can hear my parents chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I expected. That is so funny. But I think, right, here's my mm. revelation. Go on. My revelation of the week. I think that maybe the biggest issue mm. is that people never knew how to connect in the first place. <gasps> so much like no one really teaches you how to communicate like I think conversation is hard now but absolutely no one ever i feel like we as we as our group of friends are hugely trying to unlearn so many ways of being and, and it's really really hard every single year we look mm. back and say like we never used to be like this mm. we never used to talk about stuff like this like we'll yeah. we'll new conversations will arise as we get older and older. Mm. Mostly with the boys too, but a lot of the time with the girls. Yeah. And we'll start talking more honestly about certain things. I think they change as we change. Like, we never talked about careers when we didn't have one. No. We never talked about university when we weren't at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, those things evolve as you evolve. But it's like the openness of the conversation improves year on year. Mm. And I agree, I think we're totally unlearning things that we were brought up by a generation who didn't get taught how to have a conversation. Yeah. How to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And I see our parents unlearning certain things at their ages now, like 50 up. But mostly I'm learning it from us. Like um, we're yeah, teaching yeah, yeah. them that it Leading doesn't have example, to be like that. For sure. And it's so bizarre 
And it's a really hard thing to do because you feel, I definitely feel, even when I'm entering a new relationship or whatever it is, oh, how much can I express myself? Is mm. this, if I don't agree with this, can I voice it? And like, like, am I too much? Am I too much? Mm. Am I not enough? Am I... Um, am I going to be able to support you in the way that I want to? Am I ready to give up certain parts of my... Like, it's all of these things, that these kind of ideals that you're brought up thinking that that's the way it has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, first impressions are so important. Do I want you to know that I have hairy legs sometimes? Like, really stupid shit. <laughs> 90% of the time. Yeah, literally, but like, really, really <laughs> stupid shit. That, if I don't... But then now I feel like, if I don't give that at the start, I'm setting you up for failure. For failure, because I'm setting up to be with somebody who I'm not. Like, you almost want to meet someone and just list off all the honest truths like there and then. 100%, and just be like, but even also like to the point when I was having this conversation with my mum today, where like I am not prepared right now, and I don't know if that will change, but like I don't want to give up certain parts of my life. Like my friends are so important to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember so many people saying to me growing up like, oh, you know, you, you'll know when you've met the right person because you'll just want to spend every waking moment with them and you'll just want to be with them all the time. But the truth is, there's so many people in my life that I really love spending time with. Yeah. And that hasn't changed. That but really hasn't changed. I've... And I wouldn't want to give someone a really false sense of security that I want to spend every minute with you and every day with you to then in a few months' time go, oh, I really fucking miss my friends. Yeah. It's so important to me that I show you the balance of my life and how then we can be a part of each other's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not saying you won't I'm compromise. I'm give myself to you and do all of these things. Yeah, like, I can connect with you, you to then pull back my connection and go, hold on a second, I want to go out with my friends this weekend. And it's like, hold on, but you, you want told to still me. I but it's, it's not really like hard. the 1920s, do you know what I mean? No. You don't have to, like, hand yourself so over from your father's that. hands to your boyfriend's hands. Like, but it's so not... so many people still do 100%. That. But again, it's like learnt behaviour. Yeah. It's interesting, actually, because I saw something on The Times where... <laughs> we see a lot of things She's quite times. a big influencer, and she was talking about... Um, it was like unpopular opinions type of a video, and she love. was saying, you know, when you fall in, when you're falling in love with somebody, like let like if it's your friend that's falling in love with a new person, like let them go and do their thing for a year, like let them. And I was thinking about it, and instantly got my back up because I was like, no, <laughs> like number one, I'm not going to stop you. I have to let you if that's what you want to do. But it was almost like she was saying, like let them because then they'll come back. But to me, my friendships are so important, and. It's also important I connect with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, and I wouldn't just pull away my connection from that from my boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? I'm not just going to go, right, we've been together for a year now. I'm just going to pull it back and go and do this. Why would I do that to you guys when we've spent X amount of years creating relationships? Uh-huh. And because we're friends, we don't spend every waking minute together. We don't text each other constantly. And we don't do all of, like, we don't, we're not in a relationship in that sense. Mm-hmm. But the one that we've created takes time and we allocate a certain amount of time to it. And effort. And effort and like love. Patience. Absolute, and a listening ear. <laughs> <laughs> and those things are so important for me to go, hold on a second, I'm going to press pause on this relationship now to go and invest more into another one. Mm. Does that not cause a rejection in your friend too? So I think it's important in everything. It's almost like cheating on your mate. And that's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. What was the first thing you said to me when I moved to uni? I don't know. Don't get a new best friend. Oh yeah. Stand by that. <laughs> we stand strong but it's true and it's like a yeah you feel like yeah you feel connections start before a relationship connections are really important with all different people in your life but you meet people don't you and you know like you know you're going to be friends sometimes yeah you, you know do. you meet someone and you and you don't become friends straight away 
maybe like you know mm-hmm. you don't just wake up and have a new best friend mm-hmm. but you meet people and you think like we're gonna be we're gonna get on yeah like maybe it is a whole matching of energies thing though mm-hmm. like what, do they give you what you give them when you walk through the door yeah like when you say hi how are you do they say good or do they say good thanks how are you mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like do they give a shit or do they not give a shit yeah and sometimes you think someone's cool and you're just like I like you I think you're cool they think you're cool too yeah and you have that same thing like I want to be around you yeah, because you're fun. Like, yeah. I feel happy when I'm with you. And, yeah, I don't know. I think that, for me, I completely can see how the, like, feeling rejected can oh, cause issues. Feeling. Because the thing is, there's part of it that's an ego thing, which I appreciate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it bruises your ego when you feel unwanted. When you don't feel like someone wants it's you. It's really horrible. But actually... I think the way that I feel about it is that the people that are in my life, like mm-hmm. my family, my friends, boyfriend, even work really, yeah. I feel like I make a conscious effort to make sure people are okay, to make sure that people feel like I am meeting them halfway. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all the time. Sometimes, yeah. and people notice when you're not doing it And you have to someone. give more time to other things at certain points depending sure. on situations. And like, yeah. I, like, I obviously put more work into my friendships and my relationships than I do my work colleagues because mm-hmm. we're... That, vice versa that's a balance and like they do the same Mm -hmm. but I think that the reason why it hurts some people more than others when you feel so rejected Mm -hmm. is because you make so much effort to not make other people feel like that like I never want people to feel left out I never want people to feel like they're not invited I never want people to feel like you don't want them there Mm -hmm. like even if I really fucking don't want you there I wouldn't want somebody to feel like a spare part a brown cow you know like a Highland cow, which like we Highland love. Cow. I love. Have you seen them with the baby? So oh, they're so cute. But I think that's what. Yes, it does bruise your ego to feel rejected. I think I'd be lying if I said that I didn't feel that because I do. Oh, I really struggle with rejection, actually. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. But it depends. Yeah. What situation it is, because I would say I actually never feel rejected by my friends. But no. then that's also something like we have a very open relationship. Like we can all talk about anything. There is no boundary in that mm. sense. So maybe that's why I've struggled with feelings of rejection uh, in relationships for sure, or situate or whatever it is. Like with men, like I've absolutely, I absolutely have hated that feeling mm-hmm. because frustratingly, like whether I want it to or not, like and I've, I feel like I'm, you know, quite happy with who I am and all of those things and like really try and practice that but genuinely will make me question myself and I hate that feeling because, because you've been working on making does. yourself not feel like yeah, that yeah and like that's what rejection does I think is it somebody else rejecting you fine it's what it then does to how you treat yourself and that's the yes. bit I really fucking hate and like the repercussions of the rejection rather yeah. than the actual rejection itself and that can also happen like I'm sure that happens to people all the time. Like in the workspace, for instance, like you get a rejection at work and you feel like, well, I'm obviously not good enough to do that thing that I thought I was good enough yeah. to do. Or like if someone shuts down an idea at work, you don't want to put an idea forward again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You feel like, oh God, I've said that. Really got like mm-hmm. turned down with that one. And then you yeah. think, like, oh my God, my idea is stupid. Like, what do I think I know? Mm-hmm. And I think with cheating, a lot of the times... And this this is from, like, people that we know and stuff. 
the question is because cheating involves another person mm. it's always what does that person have that I don't yeah why were they why better were than they, me why were they moment? the person that they went to but and do you know just what just causes such an imbalance in who you are as a person I always think with stuff like that when you take someone out of their reality mm. and put them in another situation mm-hmm. it's less difficult because all of the hardships of the day-to-day are gone in that situation. So, Do you mean when somebody cheats? Yeah, kind of. Who they're cheating with, like, that's not Yeah, that's life, not their real it? life. It's not yeah. that, it's not... There's not the difficult bits that you have to deal with around your relationship. Yeah, or just around your really life. Yeah. No. But even, like, how many times is... Oh, when you have, like, a friend that's a boy mm-hmm. who has got a girlfriend or a wife. Yeah. And they're like, well... You don't treat me how they treat me. Yeah, because I'm your friend. I don't care what you mm-hmm. do. On, I don't care what time you got home. I don't care who you're texting. Yeah. I don't care who's liking your photos or who you're following on Instagram. Like, I literally, you're my friend. Yeah. And it's like you struggle to realize sometimes that the, that's not reality. Yeah. And that's why do it's you think okay. That's because like with your relationships, there's like jealousy is way more prominent of course of course because like you just said like I don't care who's liking your picture it's all about jealousy yeah Yeah. jealousies are really and I'm always a very jealous person but we all are yeah but there are situations that make me more jealous than others sure I'm not like a nutter about it but it's like FOMO FOMO's jealousy we all get that I think that's that feeling isn't it it's like when someone does something that makes you feel an an immense amount of jealousy that kind of feeds into rejection I think because you're jealous of what someone else has or what someone else Mm -hmm. is doing um, Do you know what I heard on times recently, which I've also seen in real life, so it's, like, interesting. You know, when there's a couple and they're together and mm. say, like, the girlfriend is, like, really supportive of the boyfriend. They go through all of this stuff and yeah. they support their career choices and all of that and they become successful after. Mm-hmm. And then they're, success, they're with someone else in mm-hmm. their success. And it's, like... This the example I saw was literally famous people they're going out like a supermodel after, oh, right. even though this one person had like coached them through all of their like struggles, and then they obviously broke up and they end up with that other person, and then that other person gets to enjoy like what you feel like is the outcome of your hard work. Yeah, how well? studying for a test? It's like studying for a test. You know, you expect an outcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, but it, it you know, but it's like and you're not you're not studying the test for someone else to pass it. No, no, you're studying it's the you. test for yourself. Yeah, mm. so tough. Savage. Oh god. Like I would hate that, but I mean, obviously, it's just like the relationship wasn't working out anyway. It's mm. not to do with that who put what in at the time. It's just not working out. Yeah. but it's just savage. It really <laughs> like is. Like to watch. Fucking hell. I think. Like, Hashtag stay single. What else is tricky mm-hmm. is that what makes one person feel connected isn't the same thing as what would make someone else feel connected, aka love languages. Love. We need to do an episode on love languages. We need to do a it's, test on what ours are. I just think it's... We haven't done one, have we? No. No, we need to do one. But I just think it's like vast love mm. languages. It's like you could go... It could be like a 12-parter. Oh, 100%. Do you know what I mean? You could go on and on and on. Yeah. But, yeah, I think what makes one person feel connected might not make someone else feel connected. And that could be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But that could also be, like, that you've been with somebody else in the past and you know that they, like, something that makes them feel like you care Mm -hmm. is, like, if you make a nice dinner Mm -hmm. or if you have a night in and watch a movie or if you go for a weekend away. Like, 
small. Oh my god, what's small? Start and the lisp. Um, yeah, they don't always align. So then, like when you get in your next relationship and you think that they feel, but like they might just want you to listen to them, mm. and you're like busy booking weekends away. Do you know what I mean? It's so tricky. A lot of the time as well, we'll give somebody else our love language. Yeah. So like we want, we're showing you how we want to be loved. Yeah. But like, like that said, it's, not what, the it's not what they want. Mm. Like their love language might be like words of affirmation. They want to be told that they're loved and how great they are and this, that and the other. Mm. But yours might be... Receiving physical, gifts. Receiving <laughs> gifts, yes. You keep buying them gifts and they're like, it's doing nothing for me. You keep buying me stuff but, but I not, want you to hear yeah, me. Yeah, but they're not giving you that. They're just telling you how much they love you and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You're not, you need to listen to what the other person's is. And that's the same with friendships and everything. Like, yeah. Each friend will require a different love from you yeah. or a different whatever it is from you. And it's the same in relationships. But it's like when people say, like, I don't want to talk, I just want you to give me a hug. Yeah. It's like, it's just a prime example, isn't it? Like, right now, they don't need to air it. They just want yeah. a hug. They just want to feel like that they that you're there. Yeah. What's, what you do you feel to like? Learn to listen. Why do we have two you... ears? Because we should listen twice as much as we talk. We've got two ears and oh one Oh, God. We both fucked that up, Mum. I don't know what you just said. We both fucked that up. We don't listen twice as much as we talk. I think we listen quite well. Yeah, but we talk quite a lot. What do you feel like makes you feel connected? To whoever. Mm, well, like, what, oh, my God. What my love do, languages could be. Not your love languages, because that's for another episode. That's for another episode. But, like, what makes you feel connected? What makes you feel rejected? Mm. Makes me feel just connected. like maybe one of each of two. One of each of two. One of each of two. Two of Something each. that makes two me feel each. connected to somebody is like them. Oh, I don't know how to word it because like, it could be friends. It doesn't have to be boys. I would say I, I would say I find this with everyone in my life. Mm. I like to be. I like to spend individual time mm-hmm. with each person in my life. I, like, and that doesn't always happen. I'm very blessed to have quite a lot of people in my life. And, but I genuinely feel really connected mm-hmm. when I get to have, do you know in the car car journeys have always been my thing yes and my, I think that stems from being a child so my dad moved an hour and a half away when I was seven and loads of our time was spent in the car mm. some of the most profound conversations have been in the car when we all passed our driving tests we all picked each other up and went and got a cup of tea at services where we always used to go mm-hmm. um the car has been such an important before place lockdown. in my life. Before lockdown. During lockdown, the mm. car was a really important place for us. It was a really important place for a relationship I had. The car is the place I definitely feel the most connected because there is no other distraction. Mm-hmm. You're just driving you're just, together. And like, you're just sat there and you could just like talk. When we went to Manchester, we were there for literally 30 hours, 36 hours we were there. And we were in the car for eight, eight of those hours. Yeah. And we did a podcast, and we—it was just the two of us. We did not run out of things to say. We giggled the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, I really loved you in that moment. I really love you now too. <laughs> but moment. I remember coming home, and honestly, we got stuck in this stupid fucking storm. storm. Oh my god! So scary. Was... My hands stopped working. <laughs> and, so and it was just scared. so like solidified our relationship. It's almost like a test, isn't it? Like you—you you yeah. don't realize until afterwards, but. It, you don't feel like it's a test at the time. Yeah. But then afterwards you're like, shit, we just did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you're not looking at someone, because you're looking forward both mm-hmm. of you, it's not as intimidating to like go, can I just talk to you about this? Or like, I've done it with my brothers as well. Like if I feel like they need a chat, we've gone out in the car. I don't know. For, yeah, for me, the car. But something that makes you feel rejected in answer to your other part mm-hmm. of the question. 
Um, the dismissive thing I find really rejecting. Mm. I really do. Like, I'm not very good. Because I... If somebody comes to me and says, oh, I've had a really shit day, I, I, gen- I hope I genu- generally do this. I think I always ask why, and I'm like, okay, talk to me about it. Yeah, 100%. If someone instantly dismisses it by either not entertaining that or going, oh, you're telling me you've had a bad day, well, listen to this. Mm. I feel really rejected in that moment. I'm like, okay, I'll silence myself now. Yeah. Or I get annoyed. Or I get sad. But gen- the feeling is rejection. I agree. I think that's a really mm. good one. And probably you won't try and talk to that person again about that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? What about you? What makes you feel connected? I don't know. The car's such a good one. I wish I thought of it. Yeah, that literally like came to me as I was trying to like come up with some bullshit answer. I think like as a general thing, Mm. it's it's time. Mm -hmm. Like I really, like I don't really have the ability to sustain friendships or relationships where no time is put in Mm -hmm. i don't want the thing is like i don't want 10 hours but i just think when people just say like i've been really busy like and i get it like everyone's busy yeah but i think mm, i've done it like i've done that to people you could reply to the text or you could send a text like i don't know and it's not like i want to hear from everyone every day but i just think like generally if people at this age if people aren't putting in any time to like maintain that friendship or that mm. relationship i'm kind of like no yeah. because my favorite thing to do is just like to sit and have a cup of tea with people i know i say it literally every week but like even on that city break that we've just been on like my favorite part was like the morning that we were leaving we just went for a coffee but we had a bit of time to kill so we were there mm. for like two hours sitting outside like it was freezing but just having a cup of tea in a cafe cup t- cups of tea are very important in our lives i feel so like Pretty much every big thing that's happened in my life or my friend's life has been over a cup of tea. Yeah. And so I think that's how, like, I feel connected because I think the reason why it makes me feel connected is because it's really, really, really basic. Like, you're not looking for any external input at that point. It's like a simplicity about it, isn't it? So basic. Like, it's not hard to achieve. You can do it anywhere, do you know what I mean? Whether it's at the services or whether it's at a cafe or whether it's in someone's house, garden, like... Mm -hmm. All you really need is the people that you're trying to be with mm-hmm. and your cup of tea. Yeah. So I think, like, for me, that's... And everyone knows that. Like, I've literally got a reputation at work for my tea. Yeah. <laughs> tea is an important it's, thing. Yeah. It's cups of tea in the car are our times when we feel most connected. It's so interesting. But it's like... Because a lot of people, I imagine, would say, like, oh, like, when you go to bed together at night and you can just chat. Do you know what I mean? Like, I imagine... Mm. I didn't think we were going to come up with these answers, but I'm glad we have. Yeah. Because I just think, like, I like... I like the fact that there's there's very few external factors in that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not... It's not... You don't need an input from anything else. Even if it's just half an hour, when you sit down with a cup of tea, you're not usually doing anything else. No. You're not... Like, we don't go on our phones and we Mm -hmm. don't try and send an email, talk to somebody else that you just sit down with that person that you're all yeah. trying to talk to. So I think that's probably that. I don't know what makes me feel rejected. <laughs> the thinking phase. I just have no idea. Like, obviously the same thing. I just think when somebody's, like, not really... They're, they're like, 
they're hearing you, but they're not really listening to what you're saying. Mm. I think that's that's tricky, especially. Yeah. I feel more rejected by pe- the people I care about the most. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the people that I feel like I've put the most time into in my life. Mm. For them, like when it comes down to me, if they're then not like going to reciprocate, mm-hmm. it kind of hurts more because you're like, oh, I was really, like, I was fucking there for you. Mm-hmm. And not that you're there for people because you expect it back, mm-hmm. but when the time comes that you do need it, mm-hmm. you just need somebody to listen, it kind of feels shit when the people that you thought were going to be there aren't. Yeah. But then I guess that's another time where like you get shown that people in your life surprise you because the people that you didn't expect to be the one that like helps you get through something sometimes it's like the unexpected friend does that yeah and it's nice that that the opportunity is there to realize that they're not just a fun friend or the funny one or mm. the pretty one do you know what i mean like they actually yeah. do want to be there for you in that capacity as well yeah. and yeah maybe the people that reject you are just leaving like the opportunity for Someone else to fill. Yeah. Oh, you know? What a wholesome end. How positive How am I? Bloody positive. It's because I've slept so well in the past few days. I need to sleep so well. <laughs> I haven't. Three day hangover. Oh, God. Honestly, never drink my. Do you know when I feel rejected when I'm hungover? <laughs> when I'm hungover. The I'm, world's rejecting oh, you at that the point. The world's rejecting me. My body's rejecting me. Like, it is a toxic, toxic feeling. No, it's Rose horrible. wine and a buttery nipple shot. Get out of my life. No one's ever had a buttery nipple shot, by the way. It's delicious. It's butterscotch liqueur and Bailey's and it tastes like a Werther's original. See, I literally can think of anything worse. Have you ever tried one? No. Oh, so good. Mega no shots. Megan, is that what you're called? I never do shots. Do you call yourself that? Yeah. You said I've known you 22 years and I have never heard oh, you say that. <laughs> just, it's just my own personal. It's like, it's like my, um, what is it like your voice in your head mm. like it's my ulterior personality in my head that no matter how drunk i get it says to me don't do it do and i literally don't do it and we had and it was our friend's cousin's charity dude <laughs> and our friend's cousins and zoe and me decided to do a tequila shot and it was literally ginormous it was like a full cup of tequila <laughs> with a lemon on top and there were so many people at the bar and they were like go on do it do it so we did it I got it down, ha- like, not happily, but did it. And so we did it, and instantly, <laughs> instantly gone. You had to change that into the toilet. We went out for, like, four <laughs> hours after that. That was the longest night of my time. Yeah, that was. My feet were in bits. Oh, hilarious. I love I love unlocking little memories I forget about. Anyway. It's been real. It's been real. It's been so real. Wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. Connection or rejection? <laughs> Let's just connect, guys. Let's just connection only. That's just only no rejection. I'm only. just looking. Sorry, on our mantelpiece. If you're listening, to mantelpiece. Mantelpiece. What's that called? Window sill. Window sill. Obviously, if you're listening to this, I'm just going to explain it. Have a window sill near where we're sat recording, and uh, I can tell that my mum's feeling bougie. Hence, why she hasn't thrown out the neon empty neon candle, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really small one, <laughs> but it's still probably whoever gifted it to her. It still probably costs like really too much money for a yeah. candle. And although Naomi from sponsor us, uh, use peace. But she, it's burnt out and she's she still really got it. Keeps just ripping onto that. Some people come in and go, oh, Neon Candle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, join us again next week, kids. We'll talk about something fun. What? Talk we should something. stop talking I, about love. We'll I talk know about what love we're going to talk about next week. Do you? Yeah, I do. Why didn't we talk about it this week? Because I haven't learned about it yet. I'm oh, about yes, it yes, 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 okay. yes, 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 yes
I'm so excited about oh, that. Toasted coconut. Toasted. A few people have actually uh, commented on the fact that we do a bit of ASMR in our pods. Toasted coconut. Join us next week for season three, episode something. It's eight. Eight. <laughs> um, oh, also, thanks for getting us up to 314 followers on Instagram. Don't count on it because by tomorrow it'll probably be 313. And she's pessimistic once again. <laughs> okay everyone, thanks for listening. Over and out. Bye! Oh fuck, I keep standing on my headphones. I'm keeping that in.